Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour of Prayer Open Forum is now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to join us, you might do so by dialing area code 724 444 Four 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 and enter the call ID one two five zero two six, followed by the pound sign. We ask that you please mute your phones, or you can join us live and on demand streaming at www.talkshoe.com forward slash tc forward slash one two five zero two six. We are a Bible-believing ministry. Our discussions and teachings are solely Christian faith-based. We are a ministry of Hope Covenant Church of Prayer Incorporated, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. The number to call us is area code 773-924-2790. I am your host, Pastor Michael Body.
Sincere's Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour of Prayer Open Forum. And we say to you, my brothers and sisters, thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For greater is he than he that is in the world. For he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him by his stripes. We are healed. We praise God from whom all blessings flow. God is a good God, and he is good all the time. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Not only do I thank him for saving me, but I thank him for bringing me out. Amen. Amen. When I was down, amen. On my way to hell, he reached down and he rescued me and he saved me, took me up out of the miry clay. Amen. And set my feet upon a solid rock. And I thank God and praise God for Jesus. Amen. We thank you today for allowing us to come into your homes, your place of business, your place of confinement, uh, wherever you might be at this time, uh, that you were kind enough to tune us in. We want to let you know I love you. Amen. And I just thank you. It's just nice to be nice. We'd like to invite your attention to the 67 number of the Psalms. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all of the ends of the earth shall fear him. The word of God. Good evening, everybody. Amen. We are happy to be with you on today, this first month in a brand new year, as I stated uh, several times, several times that 2017 God has given to us as the year of restoration and a year of new beginning. And I thank God for allowing us to begin the new year with you. Amen. Amen. There was some folk that started out on this journey with us last year, but they are going on before us. So we just thank God for Jesus. Amen. We thank God for Jesus, for sparing our lives, did not allow the deaf angel to stop by our house. And so we have something to be thankful for. If it's no more than he woke us up, come on, somebody, he woke us up this morning. So I thank God that he he woke me up this morning, and he started me on my way. Hallelujah. So I'm excited. I'm excited about 
the move of God. Amen. I'm excited about the move of God on today. At this time, we thank you. We're so very happy to to have you to take the time out from your schedule to share with us. And we're going to allow time right now, and we want you to do it quick. Amen. We don't want you to hesitate. If you would like to give us your name, church, affiliation, I have something to say, or just say hello. We ask that you uh, expeditious and quickly that you would do so at this time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Newman. Um, my church is New Life Outreach Ministry. We're located 1435 West 69th Street, Chicago, Illinois. There Sunday at 1130 and, some, and Thursdays at 630. God bless you. Amen. We thank you, Dr. Newman, and we just praise God for you and uh, for New Life. Amen. And we, we, we really enjoyed ourselves fellowshipping with you, amen, on Thursday. For all the, I just thank God for the ministers, the men and women of God that were there and that we were able to begin the year, amen, collaborating and working together, amen. And that's the way things are supposed to be. Is there another? Very quickly. Yes, this is Pastor uh, Milton Shelby, Doc, and I'm just calling to uh, say what a wonderful day this is, and uh, this ministry has been a blessing unto me and others, I'm sure. To Dr. Newman, we enjoyed ourselves on yesterday evening, and that I pray your strength in the Lord and that he continues to bless all of our ministries uh, throughout the year of 2017. Praise God. Uh, we're so happy also to have uh, Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby, the, the proud pastor of the Church of Living Faith, 1853 East on 79th Street in Chicago, Illinois, in the South Shore area. And I'm inviting you to uh, stop by and visit with him for his Sunday morning worship, Sunday afternoon, should I say noon, worship experience uh, at 1853 East on 79th Street. Is there another? Amen. Is there another? It's uh, Sister Harriet Thompson. Well, just let me know you're there if you're there. Amen. Mother Viola Wardlow, if you're there. Sister Paulette, if you're there. Sometimes they don't want to talk. I'm here. We're listening. Praise God. That is, that must be Mother Wartlaw. Yes, it is. God bless you from Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church, uh, 2050 West on 69th, 59th Street. And the proud pastor is Bishop Vesta Lewis Dixon, the church where everybody is. Somebody. Somebody. And their worship experience convenes at 11 o'clock each and every Sunday morning. Is there another? Uh, Sister Priscilla Moore, that's the one missing. Amen. Amen. I'm here. Huh? I'm here. All right, we can we can have church now. 
<laughs> Amen. We got all the heavy hitters here, so we can go forth. And, and uh, Sister Priscilla Moore, and I just some of the, the people that got, I just want to thank all of you all that have been supportive down through the years, Dr. Shelby and and and, and uh, Sister Priscilla Moore and, and Sister Paulette, Mother Wardlaw, and especially uh, our church administrative assistant, uh, Sister Harriet Thompson-Wells, and uh, I, Sister Ivory Roy, also uh, thank God that she's back at home at evening, Star Missionary Baptist Church, amen. And so we're just so happy for her on today as well. For all those, Dr. Milton Shelby, then also uh, for giving us a new person on board with us, uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Cynthia Newman, Amen. And we want to let you know we're just so happy to have you all. At this time, and I just thank God for uh, who we have, who God has given to us. Uh, to, and, and we all are different, but we just thank God for the gift that he has given each and every one of us. Uh, I have heard several people say, oh, my God, I just I love to hear Reverend Dr. Shelby pray. And so we're going to ask him that he would come at this time that he would go forth in prayer. Uh, yes, I will, uh, Pastor Body. Thank you ever so much for uh, the request. It's always a honor to be able to acknowledge our Heavenly Father as the head of our lives and the source of our supply. Thank you, Father, for another blessed day that thou hast made. Thank you for another opportunity to be able to come to the throne of grace and mercy with humble hearts, our knees bent, our minds open and receptive to the inflow and the outpouring of all there is in you and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for another blessed day. Thank you for another opportunity to come together with sisters and brothers of like-mindedness coming together on one accord to praise and glorify your holy name. We thank you for this ministry. We thank you for the chosen vessel of this ministry. We thank you for bringing us together on one accord so that we may be able to glorify you. For you have said, wherever two or more are gathered, touching and agreeing, so shall you be in the midst. And we come together today, Father, though we are of different avenues and different paths, our purpose is one and the same, and that is to praise and glorify you. Now anoint your chosen vessel, Pastor Body, on this afternoon, this evening, and let your word flow through him. Let this ministry be anointed with your divine presence, and let your love touch the hearts of everyone that's listening on the line at this time. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you and we say amen to your divine presence and guidance in Jesus' name. And so it is. Today, we'll be 
talking from the subject, the power of the tongue. We're going to talk about the power of the tongue because the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when we pray, we must understand that God knows what we desire even before we ask. Amen. And so, we again, we're so happy to have these ministers, and if there are any more ministers or anybody that would like to be recognized before we get into our discussion. Amen. Just say hello, let us know you're there. Uh, we're going to proceed uh, by first looking at Proverbs 18 and 21. Amen. 18 and 21, it says there, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Amen. When we pray, you know, and I noticed something, and somebody had to had to correct me, and I'm sharing this with my brothers and sisters on today. And uh, a lot of times we don't appreciate those people that God put in our way. But if we really search the scripture, a lot of times you'll be surprised how the Bible said from out of the mouth of babes. If you listen a lot of times that you can find out that you don't know it all. And I'm not sure, but I believe it was Dr. Shelby that spoke to me. You know, a lot of times when we pray, We'll say things uh, like, if it be in your will. Well, what we're doing, we're putting something out there we really shouldn't be putting out there. Because if it's not in God's will, it wouldn't happen. So I used to be a uh, a person that would say, uh, well, Lord, tell people, well, I'll see you tomorrow if it's the Lord's will. you already putting yourself in the position for sickness, for death, for something to come up. Because why? Am I right, Dr. Shelby? Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we have heard this, Dr. Shelby, you there? Uh, yes, sir. And so is, is, is this a true thing? that I think I believe I got that from you. And I searched the scripture to find that what you said, and you can talk while I'm talking, because I think I did get this uh, from Dr. Shelby. The fact, hello? That's yes, sir. The fact that we, uh, what I was, what, I'm sorry. What I'm saying is uh, you don't have to wait till I get through. Uh, I was just trying to allude to the fact I believe that I got that from you, and uh, a lot of us need to understand uh, the principle. We need to understand the principle. And a lot of times things that we heard somebody else say, you might have heard it for 40 or 50 years. I've heard it for almost 60 years. If it be God's will, i see you tomorrow. And next thing you know, the person <laughs> passed away. So absolutely, what 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 that does? Uh, forgive me for uh, breaking. Oh, right here. What it does, uh, unbeknowing to the one who says is saying it, it sets up doubt. Sets up doubt. It, it sets up doubt. And the Bible tells us, Jesus tells us that whatsoever things we desire when we pray, if we believe them and shall not doubt in our hearts then we shall have that in which we say. So when we say, if it be God's will, we're wondering or doubting whether or not we'll be here tomorrow. 
And the truth is, if it's God's will and you're not here on tomorrow, everybody will know it's God's will <laughs> that you're not, is the reason why you're not here, okay? So uh, as small as it may seem, it's powerful because you're speaking something and bringing something into existence that may not necessarily be uh uh, within the time frame that God has set forth for you. Amen. So we thank God for having ministers. Amen. And I want to address something today, if I can. A lot of a lot of us in in different churches and as children of God, we have to learn how to how to respect doctrine. There's only one church. There's only one God. There are several uh, different doctrines. And a lot of times what will cause us to separate, and I don't want to do that this year, and divide, that's why on on this particular hour we specify what kind of hour it is because there are different doctrines. And everybody who... Uh, studies and, and, and ministers from different doctrines that don't make them wrong. Sometimes what it is, their doctrine is not cor- uh, uh, correct for our doctrine. But at the end of the day, and this is something I wanted to do, this is the year of restoration, we need to restore our relationships and get our understanding. Amen. And I want to use this example if a Muslim would get on here, I can't disrespect that Muslim. He needs to understand we 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 talking about Christianity. Is the Muslim wrong? I can't say that because I'm not a Muslim. I'm a Christian, and so that's why we said we are Bible believing and and uh, solely Christian faith based. So we let them know right ahead uh, when we first come on because. We want to build, I want to say this with hope, covenant, uh, our prayer. We want to build a relationship. We don't want to tear down. We want to restore relationships. So I brought that in also that uh, Dr. Milton Shelby uh, said, far as if it's in the Lord's will, if it's in the Lord's will. Well, let me ask you a question. A lot of time, God's will is our will, not all of the time. So if you desire to live, the right thing to say is, I will see you in tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow. Amen. Or God bless you. And I kind of had it right because uh, one thing I never say to people, and I don't let them say to me, is goodbye and see you later. I don't do that. And some people would look at me strange. Well, body, what I mean, what's wrong with that? No, no, no. It's fine. Don't say it to me. I don't say bye. Bye is saying you're going somewhere. And a lot of these are just principles, but I'm not saying that you all should do the same thing, but we need to learn to respect principles because even as a child, after I, well, I've said as a teenager, I, I stopped saying those things. Uh, good night, that's fine. But anything final, a lot of times we speak life and death over ourselves. Again, life and uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18 and 21. 
I want to share this uh, situation that happened, Dr. Newman. Uh, I was with Apostle Jack Carter, and we went to visit a man who was terminally ill. And the man had spoke to us, and he said, well, I'm getting ready to leave here. And he kept saying, and he stated several times, he said, I, I'm leaving. Everybody that came in, he said, well, I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to go. And so people said, they, they said different things to minister to the man. And he said, in so many words, it's my desire to go. And so this might be a little funny, but it's true. And so he said, body, I want you to pray. And so I prayed and I prayed. And at the end of my prayer, I said, in that prayer, Lord, if it be your will, and so many other words, uh, I want you to heal him if, you, if, if that's what you want to do. But if it be your will, go on and let him die. And so, and uh, uh, Apostle Carter brought it to my attention. He said, "Body, if, if I'm sick, I don't want you to pray, because I never thought had thought about it at that point, Doctor Shelby. That when I prayed, even though the man had a desire to die, the Bible does state that all sickness is not unto death, but unto the glory of God. But in my prayer, I have to learn, even as I get more bald-headed that I don't know it all. So we don't need to say, Lord, if it be in your will. God, we let leave that up to God. His will is up to him, not up to us. That's right. That is correct. All right, let's do James. You all really should be jotting these scriptures down. James 1 and 19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Oh, my God. In other words, we need to hear before we speak. It says, swift to hear, now watch this, slow to speak and slow to wrath. The, what happens is, let's turn the verse around. This is what we do. We are quick to wrath. Once we get quick to wrath, then we get quick to speak. And then we get what? Slow to hear. But the Bible says, swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to rap. People die because of things that I said. Uh, our tongues can be weapons of mass destruction that can launch uh, wars, that can launch holocaust. Tongues can also be the death or uh, destroy our marriages. The things you say can destroy your family, it can destroy your friendship, it can destroy your church, it could destroy your career. A lot of us, we talk our way out of our hopes, we talk our way out of our understanding, we talk ourselves into bad reputations. Yes, and somebody needs to go on mute. Amen. We talk ourselves into bad reputations. We talk ourselves into missionary efforts and 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 governments. We talk out because of the things we say. But people also live. That's the positive side. People live because of things that they say. The tongue can be a tree of life as well. And I want you all to look at that verse. Uh, 
Proverbs 15 and 4. The tongue can be a tree of life. Tongues can do what? Reconcile people. Restore people. And that's what God has given me, given us for the year 2017. I want to I want to rebuild relationships. Amen. Uh, I used to have a different spirit, and I felt like when people were contrary or people uh, were negative or people that were wrong, I wanted to separate myself. And then the Holy Spirit had to show me how can two walk together except they agree. Amen. A lot of times you don't physically have to walk with people, but you can spiritually. But to completely alienate yourself, I don't believe it's in the will of God. So tongues reconcile people and make peace. Matthew 5 and 9 says what? Blessed are the peacemakers. Brothers and sisters, tongues can make marriages sweet. Tongues, the things you say can make your family strong, and it can cause your church to do what? To grow. Uh, The things you say. Tongues can give hope to those in despair. As we did earlier, we gave you some understanding. The things you say, the things I said, Reverend Shelby uh, uh, talked about, advance our understanding. Tongues can do that. And spread the gospel as well. So, what will come out of our mouth today? We have to ask ourselves those questions. Will death come out of our uh, mouths or out of our tongues or will life? Look at Proverbs 12 and 18, and it speaks of sword thrust or healing. And we have to make the choice of sword thrust. We have to make make a choice of a sword or of healing. I got just a few more. We got some preachers. Amen. And I want to say this. We're not on here to debate, nor nor we're here to argue, but we're here to share the word of God. Amen. And, again, that's why we stated we are Bible-believing. Amen. We are Christian-based, and and so that we be on one accord because God is a God of order. Uh, It will all depend on what's filling your heart. Jesus said, out of abundance of the heart. So in other words, what's in your heart comes out of what? Your mouth. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's just like a man, you know, those of you all who used to drink, and I know we don't have no drinking folks on here, but the ones that used to drink, you know, they say uh, when somebody had a, a, a drink of alcohol, they didn't get halfway intoxicated and intoxicated. The truth comes out of them. Well, that might be true. I don't. I'm not certain, but what I can say out of the abundance, whatever is in your heart, what comes from the heart reaches the heart, and if the mouth comes open, uh, it comes out of the mouth. That's Luke 6 and 45. A critical heart, it produces a critical tongue. When you see a person that always got something negative to say, nine out of ten times they have 
a negative heart. A self-righteous heart produces a judgment of tongue. There's some folks that, uh, regardless of where they are, uh, what's going on, it's always something negative, judgmental. Well, well, the service was all right, but this. Uh, The sermon was all right, but he could have said this. I don't know why he said that. uh, 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 He should have got a haircut of his he really should have ironed that suit. That suit was wrinkled. The distance, and, and so we a lot of times miss the blessings of God because of our tongue. And a bitter heart produces a nasty tongue. You got a bitter heart, you're going to have a bitter tongue. An ungrateful heart produces a grumbling tongue. Have, it's not nice to be around people that every time you talk to them, they're doing what? Grumbling. The words you speak will all depend on what's in your heart. But a loving heart, guess what that produces? A gracious tongue. A faithful heart produces a truthful Tongue. A faithful person with speaking truth. A peaceful heart produces a, a tongue that will reconcile. A trusting heart produces a tongue that will encourage. So my brothers and my sisters, we must fill our hearts with grace by doing what? Soaking ourselves in our Bibles, in the Word of God. We need to soak in books like Matthew 5 or Romans the 12th chapter or, and we should write these down, or 1 Corinthians the 13th chapter or Philippians 2, second chapter. And we need to be very careful of taking in the words of death. That's on in the newspaper, that's on the internet, that's on the radio and TV or on uh, certain blogs. Amen. <clears throat> a lot of times, excuse me, the, the negative things we hear will cause our spirits to become negative. And we will talk about those things. That's why a lot of times I don't watch the news, Dr. Shelby. Sometimes I don't want to entertain that stuff in my spirit. Because what happens is when you entertain negative stuff in your spirit right now, uh, as uh, President-elect Donald Trump gets ready for Inauguration Day, there are people that's, that's already worrying about Medicare, Medicaid, war, and and these this is in their consciousness. We forgot that God is in control. We're not, we're not talking about God. We're too busy because of TV, radio, because the media, because of the internet, the only thing we know is is God is, is Donald Trump more powerful than God is. I've been young, but now I'm old. But I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor is he begging for bread. Now you lived through Bush, and God brought us through Bush. There was a time there was a Hitler. God brought folks through Hitler. God brought so. The same God, Jesus Christ is the same today, the same yesterday, and he's the same. 
Amen. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all thy ways do what? Acknowledge him. Most of all, we need to pray. And this is a prayer uh, ministry. This is a prayer ministry. We need to uh, set a guard. We need to say, oh, Lord, over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. Hope you all got that. Set a guard. We need to set a guard. Oh, Lord, set that guard where? Over my mouth. So I say the right thing. Keep watch over the door. Amen. The door of my lips. That's Psalm 141 and 3. The word world is full of death. Right now in Chicago alone, we don't even have to allude to the world, but the world is full of death. The whole world lies in the power of the evil one, Satan, First John 5 and 19, who was a murderer from the beginning. Satan was a murderer from the beginning. But the Bible said if you resist Satan, he will flee from your presence. But when we embrace Satan and anything evil are the things that we allow to come out of our mouth, again, uh, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Satan also is the father of lies. Amen. When somebody tell you, well, Donald Trump is, is going to be the president and this going to happen and that going to happen, the Bible says, so a man think in his heart. So is he. So I think that God has kept me all these years, regardless of a Donald Trump or whoever. I believe God will keep me. He, he said, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So let us not join Satan in his restless evil. Look at James 3 and 18. Amen. Let's look at James. And I want you to look at those verses. Right now, we're going to bring... Uh, Tri-City Singers, to let you know that giants fall. The bigger they are, the harder they they fall.
All right. How many know that giants do die, but the bigger they are, the harder they fall? Amen. This is the Hope Covenant, our prayer open forum, and we are so happy to be here on today and to share with you. Amen. We want to, uh, we're talking about the power of the tongue. Amen. Yes. The tongue is a dangerous weapon, and actually it is mass destruction. We want to hear at this time, excuse me, at this time from Dr. Cynthia Newman. Praise the Lord. Yes, I was, I like um, how you talked about the tongue. But what I would like to say also, uh, when you said that as um, hmm, Proverbs 15.1, a false answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And when you go down to Proverbs 15.23, it says, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in the season, how good it is. So the tongue could do many things. It can bring about wrath or it can bring about joy. And uh, as James 3.18 said, a scripture that was brought out, it said, now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who made peace. You could make peace through your tongue, amen, or it could bring about uh, a lot of wrath and anger. Uh, James 3 and 5 says, even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Verse 6 says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So the tongue that eight ounces, wow, it does a lot. Amen. It can do one or the other. But it says in the word, choose this day, who you going to serve? Are you going to serve man or are you going to serve God? And and we can do this by admonishing the Lord with our tongue. Praise the Lord. Amen. That was well said. Amen. And and uh, I uh, had brought up Dr. Shelby and Dr. Newman, Kim Burrell. There's a controversy right now because Kim Burrell, she spoke uh, some truths about some different uh, conflicts in Christianity and our religious beliefs. And in doing so, Kim Burrell, I think she even mentioned some names. And because she mentioned the names, and, and you know, a lot of times when you talk, nobody's perfect. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Some things Kim Burrell said caused people in the gay community to be offended, and and because of that, she, uh, I believe she was lost a, uh, a job just because of that. And we have to understand whether we are right or whether we're wrong. We have to understand how to control our tongues because this is uh, I'm guilty of that. 
uh, a lot of times I could be speaking and, uh, you know, gossiping is one of the worst weapons that you can have and that you can use, should I say. And if you're not careful, Sister Roy, uh, 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 <laughs> if you're not careful, Priscilla, I get on the phone with Priscilla and sometimes we are discussing things. And before we know it, uh, Priscilla may say, or Sister Roy, or uh, Mother Wardlaw, or somebody say, we gossiping. You have to be very careful. Amen. Because we are human, and we are subject to error. But we must understand. And, and I'm a person who stands on the truth, and I didn't see nothing wrong with what Kim Burrell said. I'm not afraid of standing and declaring uh, if the Bible said it, I believe it, and that settles it. But the Scripture also said there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but to the end it's the way of death. So we have to be careful of what comes out of our mouth because sometimes, you know, I get to just talking, and I've had, ter- had people to say, well, body, you sound like you're upset about something. And I'm not upset at all because people just don't like accepting the truth. And so even in in, in uh, speaking truth, we have to use a little finesse. We have to be a little, we have to use humility even with the truth. Amen. So it's not up to me to set in judgment on Kim Burrell or anybody else because the Bible itself I already said you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But we must control control and tame our tongues. Amen. We must. You have to be careful the same way that you can say, uh, you know, certain things. Just like, well, a lot of times when we're on here, I say, somebody needs to mute your tongue, I mean, your phones, mute your phones. And I have people that get offended. But when I say that, it's not meant to be offensive, so I'll just, just say it as nice as I can. You need to mute your phones. Uh, somebody said, I know you was talking about me. I know. No, 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 no. It is very important, since we're not on the radio and we're using analog and, and telephones, when a person, there are several things, when a person does not mute their phone, it disturbs uh, everybody else, because we pick up your sound, your movement. And so when that said, that doesn't stop people from getting offended, Dr. Shelby, when I said you need to mute your phone. If you're in your car, sometimes we hear people driving their cars. We hear people talking to their families. We, Absolutely. So uh, we have to be careful not to get offended every time somebody say something. Amen. And I have to be careful how I say it. Amen. So let us understand that the tongue is very powerful. Amen. Amen. And not be critical of every And take everything wearing our feelings on our sleeves. I don't want to take up all the time. Dr. Shelby. Well, uh, Pastor Body, I, I agree with you 100%. I'd like to take you back to a, a scripture that you just uh, mentioned uh, a minute or two ago, and that is uh, uh, the scripture that says, uh, as a man thinketh, so is he. And 
this mind that we must have must be like that of Jesus. I want to take you to Mark 11, and I believe 20. I'm just calling this off the top of my head. Jesus had cursed the fig tree, and the next day him and the disciples were on their way out of uh, the city, and the fig tree had withered. And one of the disciples mentioned it to him and paid attention and said, look, the fig tree had withered. And Jesus' response to them was, have faith in God. And listen to this. For whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that whatsoever he saith, he shall have it, and it shall come to pass. I'm paraphrasing right there. I'm simply saying that you are 100% right. There is power, there is life, and there is death in the tongue. What we miss many a times is that we speak death into our own lives, unbeknowing to us, when we say, I'm going to be sick tomorrow. I feel the sickness coming on and so forth. And we bring those things into fruition, and we can do the same in other people's lives if they will allow us or not pay attention. And so we will walk around spreading those negative things through the power of the tongue. But then at the same time, and I'm coming to where you were now, we can also go around spreading joy. We can spread happiness. We could spread healing. We can help spread salvation. We could spread mercy. We can spread understanding. And so I say that to say that even if Timberell's belief is as it is, could she have said it in such a way where it would have brought healing instead of what exists today uh, in the atmosphere? And so we must be aware of that. That's why in... Um, that's why uh, Paul said in Ephesians 4 and 1, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things that are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, because you cannot speak a word before you first think that thought. And so if you're thinking good things, you're going to speak good things. If you're thinking life, you're going to speak life, not only into your life, but into the lives of others who are around you. So I believe in speaking life past the body Amen. <laughs> to all who come into my world and affairs. Let us live and let our tongue be the one to help to produce the life that we want to live in our lives individually and collectively. Amen. And thank you, Dr. Shelby. And I want to say that we we've all we've all have said things that we shouldn't say, amen. And and one thing about it, an empty wagon does what makes a lot of noise. And 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 we have to be mindful of once you say something, you can't take it back. I'm not a speaking negative. I hear people talking about we should boycott the inauguration. Well, I'm not against them boycotting the inauguration, but at the end of the day, whoever is the president is still the president. Whether, But one of the reasons they feel we should boycott, because 
a lot of what comes out of the president elect's mouth is lies. And people don't want to be identified with lies. And as we stated, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And if people uh, are used to your communication being lies or what comes out of the president's mouth, the president-elect, if it's not a lie, it's something negative. And so instead of us speaking on those things, uh, we need to speak on things that are pure, things that are good report. What can we say? Uh, how can we use our tongues uh, leading up to the 20th of January, Inauguration Day? Uh, maybe we can pray and thank God, amen, for 2017 and ask God that he would intervene, amen, that he would continue to lead us. Also pray for, uh, allow it to come through our tongues, that we need to pray, amen, for the president-elect. God has his own way of working things out. And if we trust and lean and depend on him, I come to tell you, he will bring you out. I don't want to be around people, Dr. Shelby, that said, uh, what are we going to do? He's going to cut that, cut the food stamps. He's going to cut the Medicare. Why are you saying that? Who is your God? Donald Trump, or do you serve God? He has a desire to do a lot of things, but you know what? How many know that God can turn it around? <laughs> Amen. Yes, God. yes, he can. Yes, he can. So, yes, so, he can. but have you noticed, Doctor Shelby? We are the ones that we're taking the negative energy from him, which also causes him to bring more negative energy. Because the more that he that Donald Trump says negative, we take it, we argue about it, we concerned about it. Uh, and if you notice, uh, even on TV, on the radio, everything negative Donald Trump says, they put it out there and they talk about it, they talk about it. And a lot of times uh, we had a saying before we get off of here, I want to say this. We used to say talk is cheap. The government have the authority to correct some of the things that Donald Trump is saying and doing. So why do we need to talk about everything negative that he says? What can we do as a people? We could continue to do what we we do. We continue to trust and lean and depend on the Lord. God is still God. He's the God wherever we are, and he's even God in the White House. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to thine own understanding, but what? In all thy ways. Acknowledge him. And he, he, shall. he shall do what? Bring it to pass. That's right. So we thank you for tuning in. I'm so happy to have each and every one of you, and we thank God for those who uh, 
uh, part of this ministry each and every Friday, Dr. Newman, and thank God, Dr. Shelby, back on board with us. Amen. We didn't we didn't completely lose him. I want to say something about Dr. Shelby. I thank God for Dr. Shelby's gift, and I thank God for restoring the relationship. Now, as far as our friendship relationship, uh, we never had any differences with that. But God has given Dr. Shelby other other uh, doctrinal beliefs and teachings that we are unfamiliar with. And so we had some uh, misunderstandings and things that, that, that we struggled with. But I thank God for the restoration, not with Reverend Shelby, Dr. Shelby, but with myself as well in understanding how to and all that getting to get understanding. And so we have crossed the bridge. And we have understanding, and and a lot of times, uh, what what actually I found out, and I'm going to say this, the doctrine that we came from, Doctor Shelby didn't come from that doctrine, although he's a Christian. So a lot of times, uh, I have to say myself, uh, you you have to get an understanding. And it's by speaking positive, amen. And I thank God for the, the, the spirit of restoration, positivity, amen. And so we're going forward in 2017, amen. And uh, it's my job that when we run into these type of situations, I need to get an understanding so that this this would be a smooth transition for the new year, and I'm hoping that next week and a week after that, Dr. Newman and each and every listener, that we invite somebody else to call in or to go to www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash 125026 and listen to us live and on demand. Amen. All right. Once again, the clock on the wall says it's time for us to go. Amen. Ah, by way of announcement, on Sunday, February the 19th at 3.30 p.m., we will go forth, Hope Covenant Church of Prayer will go forth and celebrate my uh, 63rd birthday. And this will convene at Grace Temple Holiness Church, Grace Temple Ministries, 938 West on 69th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And we're looking for you to be there. I will be celebrating 44 years, also 44 years, in the gospel ministry. Amen. I'm looking for all my friends and those who love the Lord because we're going to be celebrating my birthday, but we're going to be praising God. Amen. Because it's about him and not about me. I'm looking to see your face and also uh, on Tuesdays from 7 o'clock a.m. Uh, that you would uh, view Hope Covenant Church of Prayer Bible Study live via Facebook, amen, from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. At this time, we're going to close out with prayer. We're going to ask that Dr. Cynthia Newman would, would close out with prayer, amen. Heavenly Father, in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
We just want to thank you for this time. We want to thank you for the word of God. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, oh God. You woke us up early this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you let us go about our day. We ask you, oh Lord, to bring more peace in our lives and that we will bridle that beast, the tongue. Lord, we just want to say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.